This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our late night raw reaction show, in which I talk in a much lower register to avoid waking up the neighbours, uh, and of course, uh, the reason why I am on so late is of course I do work on Wednesdays until 11pm, and so therefore, I'm jumping on at the end of the shift to do the show for the game that finished two hours ago, in which Arsenal finished 3-1, um, winners against Crystal Palace at Silhurst Park. We haven't been able to beat Crystal Palace, I think, in our last five opportunities, drawing and losing uh, a fair few times. Just our first win in six attempts, which is quite crazy. Um, but we did it. it. It nearly, nearly didn't happen, but Arsenal managed to do it. It means that the last game of the season isn't a nothing game, and there is something to play for, very interestingly. If you'd have said to me a couple of months ago, if Arsenal would have anything to play for outside of uh, European football and the Europa League, so I think I would have said, mm, probably not. Don't really see it happening with how things have gone. But things have changed. Uh, things have changed a lot. And I think that we got, we've got a few things to talk about. That That is for sure. We've got a fair few things to discuss in regards to how we feel about certain competitions, how we feel about certain performances, team selections, and how we feel in about next season and what the ramifications of each could be. Now, of course, we have got a podcast tomorrow evening at 8.30, which I plan on doing a very much kind of more in-depth look at the Conference League uh, and what that might mean and how we might feel about that. So I plan on going into a lot more detail about that tomorrow. But tonight, I want to look at a couple of things um, relating to the league, relating to how we've done so far as well so that is certainly something to think about i hope you're good and well in the chat box please make sure you're dropping a like on the video and subscribing to the channel if you're new around here of course i want to have a look at this first um which i knew threw up a lot of discussion uh, let me just go onto my profile and find the tweet where is it oh this is funny <laughs> just want to throw this up big result needed today guys <laughs> <laughs> that did make me laugh i'm not gonna lie um this is what i wanted to throw up now i know uh, what people are gonna say i knew what people were gonna say as soon as you uh, as soon as i tweeted it um people knew what i was gonna say about this and i the response of the league starts in september or august or whenever we want to start the league is a very very legitimate um 
Oh, it's a very legitimate uh, <laughs> argument, and I understand that. I get that. I was more curious to see what people thought about this. Um, and obviously, a lot of people believe, quite rightly, that it's not a representation of Arsenal's season. There's a couple of ways that you can look at this. There's one school of thought. You turn around and you say, well, you know, and by the way, if you're listening to this in audio version, we are currently looking at the form table over the last 23 games. Um, so just under two thirds of the season in which Arsenal sits second in the table behind Manchester City, ahead of United, Chelsea, Leeds, Leicester, etc. Well behind Man City, we should say, because they've gone on an absolutely ridiculous run of 19 wins in that in that time. And look, it is unforgivable to look at that table and turn around and take it seriously and go, look, this is okay. This means that the season's fine and that everything that happened at the start of the season is forgiven. It's not. What happened at the start of the season is pathetic. What happened at the start of the season is on the manager. It's on the club for not bringing in the right players. The fact that we sat here and sat through so many games without a number 10, without a natural player there, even the fact that Mesut Ozil was omitted from the squad, in which I had absolutely no real issue with, other than the fact that we didn't have a natural player in that position. We didn't have Smith Rowe until a little bit later on due to injury. And the fact that we didn't bring anyone in in the summer has cost us this season. And this season could have really been an opportunity with how bad teams have been, with how poor so many players have been in other teams and how many injuries the likes of Liverpool have suffered, Chelsea have suffered issues with how bad they were under Frank Lampard. All of these things shows that this season is a missed opportunity very, very much a missed opportunity. And the Arsenal have put themselves here through bad decision-making, through poor judgment of the manager, and it's all a little bit too little too late, unfortunately. You have to give credit and say that we've done as much as we've probably feasibly could do in the league ever since Christmas to try and turn things around. Things are looking much better. And the very optimistic among us might turn around and say that, yeah, we look at that table there and we go, oh, I see signs of improvement. Oh, I see things that it's going to improve next season if this carries on. But the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of the points that we have won, a lot of the points that we've won have been, I don't want to go and say fortunate, but there has been some performances where we didn't deserve anything out of the game. The game against Fulham, the game today. We didn't deserve to win this game tonight, to be honest. We could have done if certain decisions had been given correctly at the start of the game, like the Benteke red card and the Schlup red card that were clearly red cards and not given. Maybe we would have come out of the game deserving to win it a lot more, but they weren't, and we cost ourselves with the Benteke goal, of course. But there's been too many performances this season, especially in Europe, that have really cost us. To be to have four tries at the Europa League and to not come out on top considering the level of competition that is in that tournament and not to, not to win it once in our four goes is a really big issue. Arsenal have been on the decline for a long, long time and it's culminated in this season. It certainly has. In poor decision-making, in the wrong choice of coach being brought in, was certainly wrong about that. Arteta was not the right guy to bring in at this time. He's the guy that we've got now. I was about to say, unfortunately, and I think it still is unfortunately. It was the wrong choice at that time, but it's the situation that we find ourselves in. Things are, things look to be getting better, but it's just too late. It's just far, far too late. So, this graphic is not to sit here and try and justify an improvement or that the team's progressing because. 
as a lot of people point out quite rightly, the season does not start in December. Does not start in December at all. Now, let's go on to another important factor, which is, of course, next. Well, this coming th- this coming th- Sunday is 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 where it boils down to. Now, I am. Whilst that is all said and done about the league, and I get the pessimism around that, and and the realism, of course, that the league doesn't start then. The fact that we have the chance to finish above Spurs, to finish as high as possible and that people are picking it up and throwing it in the bin is for me a really big part of the problem and the mentality around where we are as a club, about how we look at this club, about where we are. Because I don't care where we finish on on Sunday as long as we're finishing as high as feasibly possible. That's all I want to see. If I see us go out there and put a performance on that we've gone out and tried to finish as high as we can, I'm happy. But I don't, I don't particularly care in regards to all the politics surrounding it. I just want to win. That's all I want to see. And beyond that, I want to finish above Spurs. That is ingrained in me as an Arsenal fan. Absolutely ingrained in me that that is the minimum that you should want is that you should want to finish above those lot down the road. It's just what part of being an Arsenal fan is. So when I see people turning around to me and saying that they'd rather see Spurs finish 7th than get the UEFA Conference and see us finish 8th, I'm sorry, but that is just so anti-Arsenal. To sit there and want Spurs to finish above us is one of the worst possible thought processes an Arsenal fan can have. For too long, they've been above us. Granted, I'd rather we were competing at a higher point in the league to finish above them, but this is the reality that we find ourselves in. And it's the minimum the minimum that we should be expecting is to to get into this competition. There are a few things that are about this competition that sure aren't great. I think it can be used for a number of reasons. One, to blood youngsters, to give those guys an opportunity, to give Aziz and and, and Balogun more opportunities, Tyrese, John, Jules, get other players in the squad, get the likes of Lopez playing in certain matches. We don't have to take it really seriously in comparison to the league because ultimately it's it's behind the League Cup for me in regards of priorities if we get it next season. it's that's, that's how far down my list of priorities it is. But it doesn't mean that I don't want to try and finish as high as feasibly possible in the table. So it's just, it's really frustrating. I get that we're in a really pessimistic scenario right now as Arsenal fans. I understand that. But the fact that there are people that are willing to just throw away the whole point of, of supporting a team and to finish as high as possible and to get into what certain competitions because people are scared about pride about being bantered about being in this competition so what <laughs> deal with it it's football you're going to get bantered you're an Arsenal fan nothing in the world is going to be going right for a while and it hasn't been so if your biggest worry is about saving face over where your club's finishing I don't think this sport's right for you fella I really don't I don't think this is the one for you because football is about trying to get as high up as feasibly possible and finish as high as possible, no matter what the consequences of that are. It's a European competition. It's a chance to, I think, rotate heavily and put youngsters in. I also think it's good for momentum, good to keep up kind of a winning streak and moving through and and practicing tactics and trying out different scenarios and, and having that moment because... You see, time you see, like teams have like weeks off, and I get the idea of having a week, a year out of Europe. It can help, and I understand that argument. But also, momentum is also really key. 
momentum and, and getting key wins and key performances. And if you've got a couple of injuries or you need to try out a new different system, it's important to be able to have those games. But I still think it's a chance to play those kids in that in that tournament and give them the opportunity as well. And you've also got to think about the fact that you've got an opportunity to knock Spurs out of European competitions. It doesn't matter if you're in this banterous conference league. I don't care. The idea of Spurs after this season and after the season that we've had, the worst season in my whole entire life that I can remember. I know that we finished lower in my lifetime, but in my living memory of being an Arsenal fan, this is the worst season of my life the comedic value and the pride in still finishing above Spurs and making them go back to that mediocrity is in itself a motivation for me. To see them finish outside of Europe, they've got a whole stadium to pay off, they're going to lose their biggest striker and they have no European money coming in whatsoever, that in itself is motivation for me. That is why Sunday matters. It, it really, really is. It's as simple as that. It's just so anti-Arsenal to want Spurs to finish higher than it higher than us if it means them getting into the conference league it's so anti-arsenal it's a horrible horrible rhetoric to see thrown about on social media because it's just it just should be the norm of an arsenal fan to want to finish above them let's get your thoughts in the chat box and see what you guys are saying um peter says a fan having a problem with arsenal finishing behind spurs is no arsenal fan because they don't respect our history. Lewis says the problem is that Arteta won't play the youngsters in that competition. We don't know. We can make assumptions, but we we don't know right now. Um, Omar says, I don't care about finishing above Spurs. Omar, I have serious, serious concerns about the mentality uh, from an Arsenal point of view. I really do. Uh, Tom Beck says, same with some fans not wanting to win the Europa League. If we are in a competition, we should aim to win it. Always, you try and win as many games as feasibly possible. Kian says, what day of the week is the Conference League? It's still going to be on Thursdays. I'm pretty sure it's still going to be on Thursdays. That is... That is I'm, you might be able to tell me in the chat box, but I'm pretty sure I haven't looked into it loads, to be honest. Haven't wanted to. Drizzy says, people who don't want the conference league are just being ignorant, cutting off the nose despite the face type of mentality. Rodney says, Willock is the only midfielder we have that looks like he can score goals. If we don't sign a better version of him, then selling him would be wasteful. A says, play the under-23s in the Europa Conference League. Not worth starters to get injured or tired in. Let's scroll down to the bottom and get some more newer comments. Uh, Ibrahim says, if we finish above Spurs and Everton with Leicester finishing out of the Champions League spots, we get Europa League. No. Um, no. Mm. Oh. Well, let's think about this. So, because Leicester finished outside the top four, they've won the FA Cup, which would give them qualification into the Europa League. Does that that's interesting, Ibrahim. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I don't want to get my hopes up because I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure because you can only have a certain amount of teams in Europe that you would go because you can only have you can only have seven teams in Europe. So if and you would have to have one in the Conference League. So if Leicester finish it, it would basically be if Leicester finished outside of the top six, I think that might change things. But I don't think, Ibrahim, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. 
So I, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's impossible um, for us to get into the Europa League now. So there you go. Um, Dave, uh, I just put a message from Dave. Where's Dave? It's gone. Dave, I can't. Stop. I'm sorry, Dave. I've lost your comment. They've scrolled by so quickly. I can't find it. I'm really sorry about that. Um, let's scroll down. The Brotherhood says Partey is quite underwhelming. I thought he would be a little bit more all action, but he does seem to coast a bit. What is the bet? What is the perfect partner for him considering his attacking attributes aren't too good? I still think it's someone that allows him to be a little bit more expressive. His passing is kind of a lot more on a different level to what we've already got at the club. I think, to be honest, Partey has been very much affected by the, the tepid style that we've been playing under Arteta rather than it being him specifically. I think it's very much been more because of the way that we've been playing, that we've not seen the best from Partey. It is the way that, that I look at that. Tulip says, um, want us to win and finish higher as we can. Definitely want to finish above them lot, but regret it is that we conceded the third least goals. And with some creativity, we would have been so much higher. Uh, if Chelsea wins the Champions League, and if they finish outside of the top four, seventh place team gets to the Europa League. I don't think that's right. I'm pretty sure it's it's a done deal. Um, D Monero says, I think we won't get Europa no matter what. I think I read it goes to a franchise league as a default due to the international standings. Don't quote me, but it just seems to be what will happen. I'm pretty sure that is the case. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're spot on there. Peter Renner says, Tom, what happens if Man U win the Euro- Europa League and get Champions League? Uh, does that mean that fourth place will get the Europa League spot? No, it doesn't. You'd need Manchester United to finish outside of the top four and then win the Europa League, and for the Champions League winner to also finish outside the top four uh, for that to happen, which is is not going to happen now. Uh, so there you go. Um, it's Dundalk or bust, says Rodney. <laughs> there you go. Seventh is Conference League. If whoever finishes seventh is going to be in that Conference League. Tesco says, Tom, do you think that Grealish is going to be a possibility? Uh, probably not, mate. Um, I'm sorry, but probably not. No. Dawson says, El Nene and Partey are our best midfield pairing. Uh, they protect the defence well and give impetus to our attacking players. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, it's not because I don't want to finish above Spurs. Um, I what? I just want a season without Europe to refresh and focus on one competition that we are dropping down every single year. But Alex, I'm sorry if 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 that means finishing below Spurs, then that is you still wanting us to finish below Spurs. It's just an indirect effect. You've got to think of it in a different way, mate. I get your theory. I really do. I understand that you don't want to be in a European competition. You want us to focus on the league, but. It's, it's about finishing as high as possible and genuinely the damaging impact of Spurs not being in any European competition with all of the stadium to pay back after a pandemic and with the possibility of them losing their best player, maybe best two players, is going to be so damaging to them. It's as simple as that. Kian, we're probably going to talk more about the, the players on, on the podcast because it's so late and there's so many big topics that I wanted to cover. I'm not going to be over too much. Like you can see how tired I am. It's ridiculous. I shouldn't be doing these shows at 11. I'm going to be up tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to do the transfer show. Uh, it's just commitment that I give you guys. So please drop a like on the video and subscribe if you are new. Of course, we are very near 22,000 subs. So be there and help us on our journey there. Uh, Lenny says, uh, no Arsenal fan should want us to finish below Spurs regardless of the competition. Uh, Cayman says, I thought that Partey did very well in midfield today. What am I missing? I Yeah, Cayman, look, I, 
I'm on your side here. I think that people expect a lot more. I think they think that they're going to get this midfielder that came from Atletico that played in a completely different system and it's going to transition immediately after barely playing in the first half of the season. It's not going to happen. Sorry, but you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for him to get better. There is more to come from Partey. We've seen it. And a, a couple of passes that go astray really are used as a stigma uh, to, to beat Partey. It really, really is. And it's frustrating. Um, Matt G says, I feel sorry for Pepe. He's obviously going to be dropped on Sunday. I really, really hope he isn't because he needs to be playing every single game. Keep him up. Keep him playing. Keep him in the team because it's the only way that he's going to build up that confidence and that energy and that form. Uh, UTA says, I thought El Nene's distribution was effective today. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Yonick says, Kia, we all saw that Arteta in tweet. Don't think we didn't. Yeah, dearie me. I was never going to be tweeting, you know, the, the hashtag. But I had a few people tweet me saying, where's the hashtag? It's no, not after this season. Um, there's no hashtag coming out because in my mind, he probably shouldn't be here is is the reality of it all. Uh, Dave says, if you don't want us to finish in Europe, let us win uh, Tottenham lose and Everton win and then we won't be in it. I mean, there is a way in which we can finish below, but we can finish above Spurs and still not be in the Europa Conference. But it requires Everton to beat. Um, it requires Everton to beat City, us to beat Brighton, and Spurs to lose. So that's the only way that that it happens. So there you go. Lenny says, "Where was Abamyang tonight? This should be the light bulb moment for Arteta to start Gabriel. I don't think Gabby is a striker. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't think he's a striker. I think he's a wide player that can cut inside." and be kind of that additional forward at times. I don't think he's a central striker, a number nine on his own. I just can't see it. It's just my view on it. Uh, the Brotherhood says, Tom, do you think Pepe should have played as a nine in the first leg against Villarreal? If that was what we wanted to do, that's what I thought we were going to do. Yes, I do think we should have done that. But to be honest, we should have just played with a normal striker, no matter who it was. And Ketia Balogun, we should have played with a striker. It's as simple as that. So Hill says, Tom, why do you think the refs have done us so bad multiple times? I don't know, mate. I can't, I really cannot um, justify a lot of the decisions that have been made by the refs this season. They've been absolutely bloody dreadful. So I, I can't justify them. It's ridiculous. Some of the decisions that have gone against us this year have really cost us and have ultimately cost us where we need to be in the league. You you go back to that David Luiz Wolves situation. That that in that moment, in that Wolves game, I knew just I think I even said it on the watch along with you. I was like, that that is a moment. That is the turning point of this season. It is it is going to cost us because I guarantee we go on to win that game against Wolves. We don't go into the game against Aston Villa in the way that we do and making the mistake, which costs us a goal that we then lose from. I think that we build momentum from there. I really do. We win a fair few more games, pick up more points and maybe even do better in Europe. But just that game really, really did, really, really did ruin the rest of the season. Um, Really, really did. I, I I can't wait for Sunday and to be done with it because the season has been awful. It's been a terrible, terrible year, um, which coincided with really good things outside of Arsenal. But it's just, yeah, um, it's been awful in ter- in general for a lot of people with the pandemic. And then this year has been, for Arsenal fans, to get through this has been really tough. Uh, and I know that a lot of people have had to do with a lot of other stuff too. So fair play for getting through this season. But yeah, awful. Really, really bad. Anyway, I think I'm going to have to cut off now because I'm really struggling to keep my eyes open at this point. 
Um, thank you ever so much that should, uh, for everyone that's tuned in. I will be back tomorrow morning, believe it or not, for the 8 8 a God, I need to sleep. At the 8 a.m. show, updating you of all the transfer news. Please make sure you do tune in. Drop a like on today's video if you've enjoyed it, and subscribe if you are new. Other than that, it's been a pleasure to speak to you as always, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.